0: Hey, welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about administration. So, basically, how to do as little admin as possible in your online coaching business. Now, you've probably heard before that you need to do at least 50% marketing and 50% coaching. So, break down your time you know, half of it for coaching and half of it for marketing. This is something that has been going around the coaching grapevine for a while. But of course, it makes you wonder sort of where do i squeeze in my admin now of course automation is key absolutely i love to do as little admin as possible but there are some things that you need to have in place in order to save yourself a lot of time now i have been in this industry for a while i've had businesses before and i'm a big big systems lover so what i'm going to share with you today is actually probably a little bit of proof as to my love for simplicity. I love simplicity. There are many great tools out there. I still have not found one that really suits my systems to a T. So I really haven't found one that can really see my processes through from beginning to end. But I'm going to describe to you what I've done and I'm going to give you a few tips that will really help you save time because there are some things. That you think you have to do but when you think about it logically maybe they are not so necessary for example let's start with point number one and tip number one is actually something that I've started doing based on logic so one thing I do is I don't send out contracts to people who haven't paid me yet so basically what I do is people pay me first they decide what plan they want whether they want the payment plan or the full payment and then only those that pick the payment plan are going to be sent a contract and the reason is this you know if somebody has actually paid you in full they they are the ones holding the risk you're not the one holding the risk they're the ones sort of sticking their neck out and trusting you And of course, uh, you know, you're you're a great coach, you know you're going to deliver, you know everything's going to be fine. But of course, they are the ones holding the risk because they don't know that yet. But because they have paid you in full, you're not really running any risk. So you really don't have any need to send a contract. So what this does is it actually saves you quite a lot of time because let's say, for instance, approximately 70% of my clients pay in full. This means that out of every 10 clients, I'm actually saving the time it takes to get the contract signed and everything, everything in order for, for the contracts. I'm saving all that time for 70% of my clients. The clients that do the payment plan, of course, are going to require a little bit more admin. And, but this is a service that you need to offer, you know, to close sales for some people. But there is absolutely no reason why you need to have a contract for absolutely every client. In reality, when you think about it, if people want to break a contract, they they can and they do. And usually, especially when you're dealing internationally and you're in different countries, it's not going to be so easy for people to hold you accountable or for you to hold them accountable. So you have to calculate your risks and make sure that you're taking as few as possible. And then... You- you kind of take the legal side with a pinch of salt. You also need to remember that in order to get somebody to sign a contract, you have to have their details. So if you send that as the first thing, you're going to be toing and froing with emails or forms to collect their information. So the way I do this is once somebody pays, then they go to a form which is the onboarding form where i collect all the information i need for the first session to happen where i map all the content of their coaching sessions because i customize my one-to-one coaching to the clients so to make sure that they achieve their goals but basically this form also contains all the legal stuff so name surname business name you know vat number everything you need for the financial and the contractual side so when they pay, they are automatically taking them, going to this form. They're going to give me the information, which is going to stop me from toing and fro emails when it comes to getting information for the contract. So what have I done? I have basically, as the first step, sent them the payment link. Once they have paid, I know that they are serious. So this is the point at which I am happily going to give some admin time. Before they've actually paid, it's just relationship building, but I'm not going to stay processing paperwork before any of this is for sure and set in stone. Once they've paid, for me, this is committed, it is set in stone. They have received the form, they put in the data. People who don't pay the full amount, then we're going to take the data from the actual form, which they filled in, the onboarding form, and that information goes into the contract, and the contract goes out for that client to sign it. In the onboarding form the client will also find two other things they will find some information about how to prepare for the first call with me which is usually the mapping call so I get to know them better and I can customize the program and then they will also find the link to book the first call so they actually book themselves in for the first mapping call I don't have to do anything I have days In my calendar that are dedicated to this they can go in and just book themselves in so so far if you track it back what have i done so all i have done is i've done the discovery call i've maybe emailed the client once or twice if the call uh, if they didn't decide to buy on the call once they've done the payment they got the onboarding call onboarding form in this onboarding form Then they gave me all the details for the contract so that I can send the contract. And then they also find information to prepare for the mapping call and a link to book the mapping call. So they have booked themselves in. We have practically started the first step of the coaching and I have barely had to do anything when it comes to admin. Now, what happens on the call? Again, the call is designed to get to know the client get to know them really well, make sure that the program is customized so that they can reach their goals. We make sure we have enough time for everything they wanted from the program. And we also make sure that they've picked sort of the right duration and that, you know, take a look at what they have, what they come with. Do they have a website? Are they going to change it? Are they blogging? You know, all that stuff to get a very clear picture. I also like to get to know my clients from a different perspective, you know, how they work with their clients how they collect testimonials, and sort of, we also take a good look at all the business. And this takes, you know, the mapping call, which is about 90 minutes, during which we map out all the goals that we're going to achieve during the coaching that they do with me. But like I mentioned, this call can also be used to save you admin time. And the way I do it is very simple. At the end of the call, we will go in and we will decide which day of the week and time of that day, they're going to have the subsequent sessions. So if they picked uh, six-session coaching, my six-week program, they we will then go in. We will say, okay, so for the next six weeks, we're going to mo- meet on Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. That That is confirmed by both of us on the call. I put it into Zoom, create the event, and then it's ready for the next step, which is to actually create the main document, the master document that is going to contain everything that we do together in our coaching. Now you can do this by using Dropbox or Google Drive. I use Google Drive. Um, I basically have a folder for the client where I share every swipe file, every template, every checklist that I share with them during the coaching. Uh, We also sometimes create copy for their packages, for their pages. So, you know, there's usually quite a few documents there. But apart from having a folder, they also have an index. So they will have a master document that links everything, uh, all the notes, everything they had in each session, and then also a link to the replay. Now, offering replays is a little bit time consuming in the sense that you have to wait for Zoom to rasterize the file. You have to upload it to YouTube. You have to then link it in the document. But for me, this is an important part of the service because the kind of stuff that I teach is stuff that people are going to want to go back and watch again. Sometimes we talk about you know SEO things that you can do as a second or third step. Stuff that you need to do to review your content plan after the first six months. So these are things that my clients, I know, are going to do after some time when they've stopped working with me. So they are going to need to go back and watch them. Now, of course, you may may not need to give your clients recordings, but if you do, and they are important, then it's very important to have links in, in a main document or in a folder somewhere for them to be able to access it. If they don't need it so badly, you can simply allow them to record the session during your session and then allow them to organize it. In my case, I find they are an important part of the service because it's very important that they can access them in the long term. So usually there is nothing left then apart from actually delivering all the sessions, making sure all the content is organized, making sure a nice follow-up email goes out every week, reminding the client that their actions for the week their recording and their swipe files have been uploaded to their folder so they can check everything and then from then onwards it's a matter of you know coming to the end of the coaching and sending out the form the feedback form A feedback form is an important part of the process. You can share it with your clients on the last day or you can simply send them an email. I like to send an email because I also have some packages which have special rates only for people who have worked with me. You know, I don't really do one-off, one-hour bookings or even sort of monthly bookings with people who come straight out onto my website and ask me, but I do allow people who have been through my program to book two sessions at a time just to catch up with me or to also book monthly calls um, on a a different, of course, uh, client only rate. But this form, so the form where you're collecting feedback can be very important. So the way you format this can actually help you get testimonials. It can help you understand whether the client wants to work further with you. And it can also help you understand how to improve what you're doing so make sure that you ask the right questions i'm sure this is a great topic for another episode and i'm gonna jot this down because i will definitely do one about this and maybe i'll even share my forms with you but for today the point of the matter is that you actually have to send the form and you know invite them to work with you further to upsell or downsell and then of course put your clients on a list where you keep in touch with them in the long term so ideally get yourself a CRM or a very simple Excel sheet or Google Sheets document which is actually what I use now this process is going to help you a lot if you are doing one-to-one if you are selling online you're going straight from one thing to the other things can be very simple and it also allows you to scale up a little bit in the sense that you have a very predetermined system and process and if you decide to take on more clients and the admin becomes a little bit demanding you can actually hire a virtual assistant for just a few hours to help you with maybe uploading the videos and preparing the main documents and maybe just um you know preparing the calls on zoom and things like that it's not a lot of work it really doesn't take very much time it literally takes a few minutes per person but when you're scaling of course a little bit of support goes a long way if you work with b2b businesses and you're a coach that works with you know large companies where maybe their employees can book you at different times then this system is not going to work for you so well But there are coaching platforms out there like um, Coach Vantage is one of them. There are quite a few more that will actually allow you to streamline this process in a different way. And in fact, um, we will have uh, an episode about these tools in the future. Um, I am actually recording one in the next couple of weeks. So do hang on in there. Um, But for you, you know, if you're going to scale, uh, if you're going to hire coaches, then of course this process will break. If you have more coaches working with you. This is just for people where it is themselves and maybe their virtual assistant. And, you know, you have a kind of incoming a flow of discovery calls from your website and you need to process them as fast as possible because of course uh, you don't want to get stuck in in the onboarding process so this is basically my system Uh, the idea came from a client who actually asked me about this last week and she really enjoyed the fact that it's a very simple system it's a system that has taken quite a few years to create um, but my goal has always been to whenever I do a change, I simplify, simplify and simplify further. And this has actually been one of the principles that has really helped me grow and improve my business over time. So if I had to give you one piece of advice, it would be simplify, simplify. And whenever you see a chance to simplify all over again. That's all I had for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next week. enjoyed this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.